When God Was Queer for our fourth M4 episode. My name's Dakota St. Clair, and I'm here joined by my two wonderful co hosts. I'm Vince Vance. Yeah. How am I supposed to talk about <laughs> And I'm Daphne Maltitano. I like the bass really fell out of the ass end of that high note. That was nice. Yeah. I'm Vince Vance. <laughs> oh, that was good. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, speaking of bad disguises, there are a few that Hera adopts. Hey, it's our hey, episode wow. about Hera. That was a good one. I like that one. That was good. I, I try. Um, <laughs> attempts have been made, uh, to reach you about your car's extended warranty. No. So, we, they're even on this podcast now. We let them sponsor us. So, yeah. Um, hey, everybody. Sorry. So we are this week, of course, is our episode on Hera, which I'm super excited about because that's our first goddess yes. that we get to talk about. Let's go. And uh, so, yeah, so we're going to do our little M4 episode, our little one myth, you know, moment. Literally little. Little, little, little. So you guys ready for story time? Story time. Let's go. Let's do it. All right. <clears throat> One fine day, Hera was seated upon her sacred throne and was looking out over the landscape of Greece, taking in the serenity of the earth. But there was no serenity in the heart or mind of the great goddess, for oh. Zeus had been gone long enough to cause tired suspicion to rear its ugly head once more, and so Hera gazed down, looking for any sign of her philandering husband. Ugh. That's like, I mean, how many, that's like, what? Two, two, two to seven seconds? is enough for that. Yeah, she's like, oh, he, okay. he left the house. What is he up to? He was right. mid-sentence. Where did he go? <laughs> <laughs> then, all at once, it became clear to her. There was an odd cloud out of place in the heavens. A lone <laughs> thundercloud. She raced down to it, scattering its forms with a wave of her hand to reveal Zeus. And a beautiful white cow. The cow looked at Hera, Hera looked at the cow and then turned her imperious gaze to Zeus. Hey, what's going on? <clears throat> um, what? Oh, no. I, uh, so, have you ever been down here in the grass? It's like pretty. On the earth? Yes, I've been down here. Yeah, so I was, you know, sometimes I just come down here to feel. Because we don't have, you know, it's not. And then. We don't have grass on Olympus? We. It's not the same. AstroTurf. Like the grass down here dies, you know, so it's like different. Anyway, um, I was I was I was per, uh, perusing that, and I happened upon this creature down here. Now I, you know, and I stopped and was like, "Wow, that wow." So and then you came and then you're and that and then and and now we're here. Yeah, now we're here. First time seeing a cow. <clears throat> no, I mean. But this one, it was just, you know, it was like, a, it's it was, like my sacred animal. And like, it's sacrificed to me all the time. Like, you know, cows are kind of a thing that I think you might've seen before. Right. It was just like, it's like, it's an experience thing. Cause it was like this particular cow. Cause I was like in the moment of stepping on the grass and then I saw it was not. So, you know, uh, it's like a, it's like, you know, uh, huh, uh, huh. 
Yeah, it was. Yeah. Um. Great. So, so I'm just gonna head. I'll see you at home. What was the cloud about? Did you need the cloud around you to be able to like fully witness the cow? Uh, it. You know what? It's because the. You know how the cow's white, and then this and Helios. You know he's tripping all the time. He just won't. Uh, of course. So then I and it was like the, it's a it's a light ref, refraction uh-huh. thing. So I had to put the cloud up. Right. You know, it's a so beautiful that I could cow. See the, yeah, because otherwise I couldn't see all the like. You know. You so know the, what would make me happy as your wife, and I know that's what you care the most about, isn't it, husband? Yup. For yes, all the time. That's what I'm thinking about. You literally right now should bless me as your wife with this beautiful heifer as a gift. <clears throat> what you said? Um. Well, you know, I'd love to look upon her beauty in my garden, where I keep all of the beautiful things that I love. Right. Okay. Yeah. I see. I see where you're coming from. I think maybe though, we could get you like a because this one's like this one's cool. But it's just like it's just because it was here, right? Let's get you like a like a top tier cow, you know. There's no I cow get... that I would rather have. This is the one. I've, but I've I'm... set my heart upon it. You gotta. Hey, look. You know, I don't like to pull out the throne scepter thing too often. But like, as like king of the of the stuff, like let me tell you, there's some pretty good cows out there. And as a sacred and cow this... goddess, let me tell you, right, this I is understand. the one that I want. Right, I understand that you're I saying cow so goddess. appreciate I'm just saying all of your like... care. I'm gonna go ahead and wrap this rope around the cow's neck and put a little bell okay, on it. Whoa, I'm gonna whoa. lead her away to my garden. So, I'll see you oh... later, husband. Bye. Okay. Well. Now, of course, Hera's suspicions were well-founded. The cow was a woman named Io, a stunning beauty in her own right, who Zeus had taken, most likely against her will. Now, I say most likely because it's never actually stated whether or not their meeting was consensual, but we all know that Zeus is a fucking creep, and he must have been feeling extra fucking creepy because Io? (laughs) She wasn't just a stunning beauty. She was the daughter of the river god Inachus and the oceanid Malia, and the very first priestess to Hera literally terrible and how did io become the very first priestess of hera well argos was her beloved city and that's because the city chose her when she and poseidon went head to head for patronage of the city he's not good at these and how (laughs) was this decided it was decided by inachus the river god who was appointed to be arbiter of the dispute, and and Poseidon retaliated by drying up his stream and causing a drought in Argos. It said that Hera rewarded the people by convincing Poseidon to relent in exchange for a temple placed uh, where the water had receded, and then she rewarded Inachus by blessing him with four beautiful daughters, Feronius, Aegelius, Mykene, and Io. In her thanks to the goddess, Io dedicated her life to her service as a priestess. Back at the ranch, Zeus, unable to refuse her request, hands over the beautiful snow white heifer to his wife, and Hera triumphantly leads the cow away to her sacred garden. Hera prized her sacred garden, which was home to the Hesperides, the nymphs of evening, sunlight, and golden twilight. You guys remember them? Yeah. And the golden fleece. Really was into like a gold motif for her garden. (laughs) There's a lot of gold going on here, and that's no coincidence. The garden was home to her sacred grove of golden apple trees. It's said that these sacred trees were planted by Hera using the fruit-bearing branches that Gaia had blessed her with as a wedding gift. 
The golden apples were said to grant immortality to anyone who would eat them. However, it was also known that they were enchanted with desire, so that if one was thrown between lovers, friends, or family, they would immediately fight one another to the death for a taste of the sacred fruit. In fact, it was one of these very apples which caused the Trojan War. Now, Hera's beautiful menagerie of beautiful divine objects, animals, and plant life was guarded by one whose name was Argus Panoptes, Argus the All-Seeing, Hera's faithful servant and her truest friend and ally. He had immense strength, but that's not what made him special. Argus had 100 eyes scattered across his body, which made him the ultimate sentry, as he could see in all directions, never closing more than half of his eyes at any time. However, it was known that if he was ever to close all 100 eyes, it would be his death. Oh, and to add just one more layer to how fucking gross Zeus is, Argus was the son of Mykene, Io's sister. Oh. So Hera brought Io to him and asked that he keep careful watch over her until she returned, and of course, Argus complied. Now, Zeus was in quite the situation here. He needed to get Io out of that garden before Hera had a chance to suss out her true nature and incur her legendary wrath. But he had an idea, calling upon Hermes for his aid. So the next day, Hermes arrived at the garden and was immediately stopped by Argus the All-Seeing. He was friendly to the Guardian, asking had he heard the latest from Olympus? Argus shook his head, and his many eyes focused on Hermes with intrigue as the messenger god who ruled over commerce, travel, and thought, as well as tricksters, thieves, and con artists, began to tell the longest story anyone had ever told. So all of that to say, that's kind of the context for all of the stuff that's going on right now. It's really juicy, so you have to, like, I just have to set a lot of details before we can get to the juicy part, because, like, otherwise the juicy part won't make sense. So, like, you have to get the context for, like, how we relate to each other, right? And then also there's histories, right? So there's like histories of people like interacting with each other and that's gonna affect how they feel like they need to be talked to by certain people or from certain people. So you have to be like really careful. Like as a messenger, I know this, right? Like, so I have to, there's like certain messages have to be coded a certain way. And so one by one, Argus's many eyes began to slowly close as he dozed (laughs) off until all 100 eyes had finally shut and Argus fell dead. That Hermes. <laughs> also that a boredom. I'm sorry, that's just like death by boredom. Yeah, yeah, that's also. so. It's also shitty that like if all of them close, he's just out of there. That's like, it. Yeah. That's it. My thing is like because I didn't even I didn't think about putting him to sleep. I was just like if you just got like a bag of dust and just like you just like ah and like shook it at him, he's gonna have to blink all of those <laughs> eyes to get the dust out. <laughs> But, like, putting him to sleep, and then it's like, oh, whoops, you listen to the wrong story, bucko. Like, and now you're dead. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> so with Argus dead, Hermes quickly spirited away Io. When Hera returned to her garden, she found dear Argus's body and was inconsolable in her mourning. In honor of her loyal servant, she gathered each of his eyes and adorned her sacred bird with them, giving the peacock its oh, legendary plumage. Yeah. Hmm. I forgot that's where... That's the origin. Okay. Yeah, that's I cool, remember right? that the, the, the things on Peacock's were eyes, but I forgot that they were from Argus and was connected to Io. Yeah. That's so cool. once again, Zeus is just like wreaking havoc Fine. without even being in the story anymore. Yeah. Altering entire <laughs> ecologies and yeah. shit. And changing the path of evolution. Because he can't keep his dick to himself. Right. <laughs> Terrible. So what happened to Io? 
Well, it seems Hera wasn't done just yet, and in order to avenge Argus, she sent a gadfly to torment Io, who's still a cow, chasing her. Still? uh, (laughs) Yeah, yes. Chasing her and stinging her as she wandered the earth. Eventually, she made her way to Egypt, where she was received as a holy incarnation of the goddess Isis and worshipped by all. Hera eventually permitted Zeus to change her back into human form under the condition that he never even look at her again. He complied, and Io became a goddess queen of Egypt. And then she bore his son, Apophis, who was identified with the sacred Egyptian bull Apis and would become the next king. He was married to Memphis and had a daughter named Libya, who would go on to sire major generations of kings and heroes with Poseidon. It is said that Io's descendants ruled Egypt for many generations until they returned to Greece and founded Thebes. This part of the myth was long used to explain the flourishing relationship with Egypt as well as the cross-cultural exchange which defined said relationship, specifically the importation of the cult of Isis to Greece. Hmm. Side note, remember Phanon slash Phaethon or Phaeton, the asshole kid who tried to ride Helios' chariot and got bolted by Zeus? Oh, that guy, yeah. Uh-huh. Do you remember how it all started because he was looking for proof that Helios was his dad because some asshole kids teased him about it? Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. For some reason, Epiphus, Io's son, is always named as, like, the little monster that bullied him setting the story in motion. <laughs> so what ended up happening to Epiphus? Well, it seems that he founded Memphis, named in honor of his wife, and ruled Egypt well, coming to great renown. And Hera was still livid, so she ensured that he was killed during a hunt. I feel like this is some Dante Alighieri type whipping up of stories about this Egypt shit. You know, like, Zeus fucked a cow and chased it, and they got chased to Egypt, and that's where Isis came from? The all-powerful? Get the fuck out of here. No, 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 no. It's not supposed to be an origin of Isis. They already have Isis. They think that the sacred white cow that stumbles across the Nile into Egypt, that they're like, oh, this is a sacred incarnation of Isis and should be worshipped and taken care of, not slaughtered. And then she magically at one point just, you know, without any context for anybody on the ground, (laughs) Zeus finally like (laughs) snaps his fingers and she's like, bam, I'm a woman again. And they're like, oh my God, she must be divine. And then she, she becomes queen. Yeah. Okay. It does seem like Very that story. Very different than what I thought was going on. That story does have a lot of origin stories, though, in it. That story yeah. is like, yes. we're going to explain this, we're going to explain this, we're going to explain like seven things in this one sort of silly story. It's, well, all a lot I going remembered on. was the the cloud with the cow and, Zo- and right. Hera being like, <laughs> you want to give me that cow, don't you? Because if you say like, no, I'm going to know exactly what's going on. That's all yeah. I remembered. And then I was reading it and I was like, oh, holy shit. This is like the linchpin for like an entire section of Greek mythology. Yeah. Like, yeah. this like needs to be there. <laughs> a lot happens. So, yeah, it's wild. I, I, it's, it's so crazy. And we're going to talk about this in the Hera episode, but like, the whole gadfly thing is like well, that's one of her specialties. Like she will send mm-hmm. flies after people. Just send a fly chasing yeah. you around. <laughs> yeah, like it's crazy. That's very annoying. That's... <laughs> Not the worst thing in the world, but super annoying. Okay, so wait, so why was Io being punished? Just because humans get punished when they're like when gods fuck up, or like? Well, Io was getting punished. So we're going to talk about this in the Hera episode. But the thing is, is that like Hera can't do anything to stop Zeus. So but what she can so do mad at the is other she can woman. punish. She can punish the women and the children involved in his bullshit. 
and he can't stop her because she has every moral ground to do so. That's People in the so real world listening bad. to this, please don't be like that. <laughs> please That's do not so be bad. a toxic don't power blame, couple. Don't blame the other person. Blame the person that made a commitment to you, not the other one. They don't know Jack. Right. Right. Or they do, but they don't know you jack shit. <laughs> you can almost immediately picture Zeus as like that guy that's like, yeah, me and my girlfriend are Polly. Yeah, exactly. Like, turns out she has no fucking Where, idea like about that. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, they're not Polly at all. No, he's just cheating. It yeah. just gives very much so, like, the plot of Gone Girl. Yeah. Um, like, like, in terms yeah. of relationship. Dynamics. I'm sorry, are we redoing Gone Girl, but it's the cow Io? <laughs> Oh my god! I feel like is that the not scene? the origin of the, <laughs> origin of the plot of Gone Girl? Yeah. Yes! Oh, I'm obsessed. Oh my god! I, I'm now I'm like thinking about every movie that we could have like Snow White heifer Io be like Jennifer Lopez and enough Julia Roberts and sleeping with the enemy. It's all of them. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> she's in all of them. That's it. <laughs> oh my god well any thoughts comments concerns about our holy cow of a story i don't know i guess shouts to io but like also like there's a there's just like an abundance of species of cow and bull around i'm assuming because there's a whole bunch of different sacred types of cows and some bulls are being pushed off of mountains into the water and some are being led into sacred gardens and some are like crossing you know deserts and becoming Queens in Egypt. <laughs> I think it might have to um, do with the color. I think yeah. it might have to do with the fact that it's a snow white cow. White. And yeah. not so like a regular looking, looking cow. Because Well they the would horns choose... thing too. Yeah. Because like, like, like I think with it. like ap with the Apis, like the Apis I feel like have a very distinct shape shape of horn, you know. Well, I don't understand why her son that she bore after she became human was then associated with a bull. Like I, it's a human child. I don't understand, but I guess <laughs> a lot, she spent a lot of time. As she a spent holy cow. a long time as a cow. I actually don't <laughs> know if she cow. had the baby as a human. I don't know if she had the baby as a human. Maybe she did have the baby as a cow and they like worship. They were like, baby. yeah, sacred baby He's cow. Bull, bull and then baby, when baby. they, when they changed, they both changed. But even human? if even if she had already changed, I feel like she's still going to be associated with a cow forever. Even if she oh for a cow sure anymore. Or, yeah, she's just cowgirl. Like yeah. <laughs> that's just how it is. So yeah, he's bull boy. He's son of he's son of the cow. Yeah, bull boy. Are you saying that when she changed back, it was a reverse cowgirl? Reverse uh, cowgirl. Uh, oh. <laughs> It's almost like we set you up for that through the whole episode. Oh, there <laughs> it is. Just that joke. Yeah. That was the whole your waitress. Try the you salmon. Know, just walk right into it. Yeah. Right into it. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I like that. I really like that things turn. It's kind of nice how it turns around for her. Like she just. Oh, it works out great for her. And, and also get great. Yeah. It's like I, worth I've it. also I've known this story like my whole life. Like I remember the story. And then the thing is, is like doing the research for this. I was like, oh, oh there was like an entire cult to Io. Like she yeah. was worshipped as a goddess. If she got harassed a little bit and had to be a cow for a while, it, like, may have been worth it, maybe, for her, considering what happened after. To become a goddess and, like, your kids are taken care of and And you never have to deal with any of that shit again, I guess. Yeah. At least least it's... Also, she got to slide to Egypt. Yeah. So that's pretty sick. That is nice that she got to get out of there. There's also something really interesting about like the about like magic and like the power of the gods and all of that. That like it is definitely implied in the story that once she got to the waters of the Nile, the fly couldn't follow her anymore. 
Hmm. Yeah, like that domain magic shit. Where it's like like oh, domain bing. magic. Like, like just bing, yeah, it bing. only works. It in just the, keeps hitting like an invisible, like the Wakanda force field. <laughs> yeah, and it's just hieroglyphics, like the fucking spread from them. It's like sorry, the, but, but in fairness, though, flies can't even find their way out of an open window. So I think it, like it may have just been no. fully confused, fully open window, and a fly I, will not be able to figure it out. I also like the idea that if the cat, if the if the Fly had known Egyptian, it would have been like a like dual citizen that could have right. gone and kept <laughs> it just didn't have the papers. Her. <laughs> yeah. like, it puts on a scarab beetle costume. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah exactly. It's like, sorry, this is my flying insect badge. <laughs> yeah, I'm totally supposed to be here. <laughs> to go through magical customs. It has to check its literal <laughs> morsels of customs. fecal matter at customs. <laughs> Oh, this is Greek shit. Oh, so sorry. Oh, we can't yeah, allow sorry. That's an inva- you got some invasive you're gonna species have to, type. You're going to have to yeah, throw that out. Sorry. sorry. Sorry about that. You're going to have to get some Egyptian shit. Not going to work. Sorry That's about amazing. that. I also kind of love, because you were talking about... Um, Sobek? The, yeah, you were talking about Sobek last week. Yeah. Um, I kind of love the idea that like all of this is happening, and Sobek is like just chilling like in the water oh, and like watching 100%. it happen. Just and like, eating. Like, hey, girl. <laughs> just like throwing food back. Like, what, yeah. oh. what is going on? Yeah. Some drama on the shore. Oh, here comes one of them Greek cows again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is it time to flood the Nile already? Jesus. It gets earlier every year. Am I right? Talking to the fly. The fly doesn't yeah. understand any of it. Oh, you don't speak Egyptian? That's nice. Okay. Um, yeah. So anyway. All right, everybody. So that was our M4 episode. We really hope that you enjoyed it. That was our one and done. Keep a cute myth. And uh, it's it's a doozy. Um, I'm probably going to just call this episode like, holy cow, it's Hera. Holy cow. Oh, yeah. 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 It is. Uh, <laughs> the cow jumped over the Nile. I don't know. <laughs> Something. <laughs> Yeah, so thanks again for joining us. We really, really appreciate it. If you want to check us out on social media, we're at When God Was Queer on Instagram and TikTok. You can shoot us questions or comments or concerns or, you know, I don't know, whatever, to uh, to whengodwasqueer at gmail.com. And if you really want to get involved, you can go to edgar.fm slash whengodwasqueer and you can leave us a voice message and we will answer whatever questions you have or any of that and if it's real cute we'll put it in an upcoming episode so other than that we really appreciate you getting together with us again today and we look forward to hanging out with you and talking Hera this Friday so stay tuned until then and we will see you then yeah you should probably go do you should go look at all the where all the other stuff that we're at where we are in places and I said that in all of the three different ways that I could think about space mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. that I could reach a larger audience of people to go look <laughs> at our stuff just now. So whether or not it's space or place or elsewhere, go look at <laughs> Vince Vance, the only one on the podcast with a fan. That's it. No! <laughs> uh, yeah, we got one message from a fan so far. Oh. Um, so if you guys want to talk to us, we're here. We know the numbers are saying that a lot of people are listening to our podcast and none of you will talk to us. So we had a message from someone this week. Hey, Mars. Thanks for reaching out, shouting out Mars. Yo, what's up? Yeah. Mars reached out and decided to let us know that they're team Vince and that me and Daphne are unnecessary. And can just well, we don't have teams in. yet, even. We don't even have teams. Yeah. We literally don't <laughs> even have teams, and there's team only Vince. Team Vince so far. There's just Team Vince. We can't say we have a team if there's nobody on it. 
no. We don't have jerseys. No. We don't have like a no. mascot colors. Like we don't oh have any God. of that. We're just... We don't even have a fucking magnet or a pen or a sticker. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. This nothing. isn't slander, but it feels similar. No, you're winning. You're winning. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Do you want me to make you feel better about the fact that you have our only fan on your side? Is that what you want right now? So far, you our only one... march would be Team Vince. That's it. It's just Vince's face all over everything. Let's not even. There would be no Dakota or Daffy merch. (laughs) No, not at all. No. No, we got DVD. Yeah, it's just V right now. It's true, DVD. It's It's just V now. (laughs) It's just V. I can't proportionally hit the corner of the screen if it's not DVD. That's because you're. That's VHS. (laughs) Vince is on. We're going to need shit. some more fans to make this happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We just got to get more fans. You have to believe. You have to clap your hands. Otherwise, we don't exist. I genuinely do have Tinkerbell syndrome. If you don't clap, I die. <laughs> it, like, yeah, I genuinely. <laughs> I really do. It's very serious. Um, so with that desperate plea for your attention and your feedback, we are going to just yell in a cacophony of queerness. And yeah. we're going to say to you... Be gay. Be gay. Do Be gay. The gods are always watching. watching. What, anything you want to say to your to huge your fan. fan club? Do you want to, to your fan? Closing thoughts. Home star runner. Okay. Well, that's going to be the end of the episode. Thank you so much. 